Welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.ht samtownsendmusic.samtownsendmusic.ht And you feel that this man has been following the Women's World Cup and Ah. you feel that he's been following the England team Ah. and you feel that they played Haiti... And you do wonder... You do. One does wonder. One does wonder whether perhaps we're looking at your Haitian website. Did you do Haiti last time? Maybe? Well, I've been to Haiti before, but there was a problem with the website, so I had to go back and relaunch it. So anyway, I've been out to Haiti working with the Haitian team. Great. Uh, on the website. It's back up and running, and we're now up to three million hits. Three million hits just on the Haitian? Yes. Oh, that's great. That's right. Just that's great. Haiti. And then the big... Big Red Hot Chili Peppers fans in Haiti. They love it. Because the, the fan club's called the Red Haitian Chili Peppers out there, aren't they? But or they Haitian. Are. Yes. I, <laughs> having, having spent a lot of time with the fan club in the last couple of weeks, uh, I've now been uh, indoctrinated as the president of the Haitian Red Hot Chili Peppers Society. What, the Red Haitian or Haitian Chili Peppers? That's right. Yes, so I can confirm that that's uh, indeed what we are called. Fantastic. Now, I must apologise. I may be coughing and spluttering quite a lot. You've been poorly, dear lad. I've been, I was struck down two days after the, the, the gig that we're going to talk about today. And I was on, in bed for, for a week. Um, Several days consecutively. Well, exactly. Well, six. Six, all right. For, for want of a better phrase. For want of, yes. I'm still not fully recovered, but You're by not. God, I'm here and we will record this podcast. You're doing your best. And I commend you for that. That's all I can do. We'd like to also apologise. It is upcoming, the podcast summer break. The hiatus. The the Haitian hiatus. Yes. Sam is going away for two weeks. I am. Our brother, uh, Nicholas... Nicholas Piccolis Poculus. Nicholas Piccolis Poculus, if you will, and we will, and he will. Yes. uh, Is coming back over to these fair shores to visit us. A repeat visit. It is indeed a repeat. It's a repeat. He's waited for me to leave the country, and he's making his way over. But he's, been, he's planned it quite well. He has. Yeah. When's he out? When's he out the country? I will come two days after he departs. <laughs> and I will leave immediately after he arrives. No, we do spend some time together upon my return. I know, he's a bit gutted about that. But yes, he's, that's where his planning fell down. He's, said, he's admitted that he does have to spend some time with you, otherwise it looks a bit suspicious. It looks suspect. We will be back uh, with a new episode for the first week of September. Yes, first weekend of September, the summer hiatus. Or the Haitian hiatus. Will end. Yes, indeed. The commencement of the new season. Yeah, you say that, but it's all season one. Yeah. It's just a big, long season. It's just a commencement bit, but we call it the commencement of season one. The recommencement. The yes of season one will recommence on September the 2nd. Good. Last thing to say is... That we are, of course, joined today by the longest stick in the bush, Mr. Simon Longhorn. Hello. We are. Hello. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Lovely Great to have you Great to see here. you again. Lovely to have you here. And just a quick run through the socials up top. Mm. Uh, if you'd like to be part of this podcast, it's hosted on bentownsendmusic.net. That's my website with all things Ben Townsend. Yes. Bentownsendmusic.hotmail.com. Yes. If you'd like to email in to become an ambassador. Picked up lots of ambassadors at the recent meetup. Oh, we did, and we'll talk more about that in a moment. A wonderful and exciting experience. Email in, bentownsendmusichotmail.com. I've been quite slow answering this past week because of the illness, obviously, but uh, I will get back on that. 
at University RHCP on Twitter. At University RHCP on Twitter. And we, and we do still refer to it around here as Twitter. We, yes, we do. And on Insta, University Speaking RHCP underscore pod. All ways of communicating with us. Sam, you are... I am at Stack Townsend on Twitter. Mm. And we're also... Sam, you've announced, independently of me... Have I? That, yes. Great. You've announced independently of me that you are going to do a... If there's enough interest, you will do a small batch run of the T-shirts that we wore to the gig on the 21st. That's very true. Um, I did. So... Would you like to sort of firm up that announcement now on air? That's what I'm doing. I'm literally firming it up. Imagining it as a piece of clay molded into an announcement. that I'm popping it into a, popping into a, a metaphorical a, kiln. A pre-warmed kiln. I've hollowed it out and let's pray to God this doesn't explode. Let's pray to God that those t-shirts don't go up in flames. Well, they have got flaming heads on them, so it, it, anything can happen. So, yes, we will, if there's enough interest, be trying to organise a run on the podcast. Hang, hang on. Hang on. If there's enough interest, will you do it or will you not do it? There is no try. <laughs> I w- ben, will you let me make my announcement as I see fit? If there's enough interest, we will do our best and we will succeed in doing a run on the T-shirts. Obviously, enough interest is an unspecified amount. <laughs> yes. So I've given myself an out there if I fail, but I will try and succeed. So, obviously, these aren't being produced in bulk. They'll be produced specific to the size that people want. And we will, we will make no profit on these. What we will do is, or what Sam will do, is he will order them and then he will ship them to you. So, obviously, you will then have to pay for the shipping included. But uh, the T-shirts are about 13, 14 quid each, Well, we, between 10 and 20. Right. Depending on size and overall needs <laughs> fine <laughs> so depending on size and overall needs the t-shirts are between 10 and 20 pounds and this is of course this, this is of course reliant on there being enough interest yeah of an unspecified amount but if you would like to make inquiries about having a podcast t-shirt tweet me at, at stack townsend with your name and your size of t-shirt you've got it there you go. they will be the t-shirts the design that we wore to the podcast meetup the podcast logos with two delightful young men with flaming heads. Two young brothers on a hovercraft, if you will. The fantastic cartoon design by the fabulous Sinclair Brothers. Yes. So let's get this off the ground and uh, just we'll get those t-shirts sent out just as quickly as we possibly can. If Sam can do it, he'll do his best and he will try. <laughs> yes. So with those caveats um, covered, Yes. if you're on the t-shirt, then tweet Sam. Yeah, let me know. Cool. Right. Well, shall we move on now to the topic in hand, which is... The 21st of July, 2023, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. We went to see a little band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hello and welcome to this particular journey in the car on the way to the station to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers on the 21st of July, 2023. Samuel, how are you? Very well, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. We're joined as well by Dubbers, a silent wave, nothing more. Helen, a good noise. And Mr. Scott Kempsey, the punmeister general. Hello, loud wave. Loud wave. We'll report more when we get to the station. We're currently sat in a traffic jam. Over and out. Now, as is our way, we tried to capture some voice notes on the day. We did successfully do this on a number of occasions. (laughs) However... As the day progressed, 
um, it became harder and harder to remember to do this. We have got some fantastic voice notes from some people who came along to the meetup. Thank you very much to those who contributed that. Apologies to others who I didn't get round to. The day has a tendency of sliding away when you're having good fun. And I didn't really do as many voice notes as once I thought I might. Nevertheless, some bits and pieces will be interspersed throughout this episode. Our journey up there, some, uh, some memories of the day, etc. But... We will talk now, Samuel. Yes. A little bit about our memories of that day. And our day, if you will. From, from moment one. How did the day begin for you, Sam? Moment one, pure excitement. Woke up at 3.30. 3.30. Hot, heavy and ready for action. As, as I wake up every morning. Hot, heavy and, and ready, ready for, for action. action. Yes. So I woke up even hotter. Even, even heavier. heavier. And even more ready for action than normal. 3.30. How did you... Well, cope with that time. Well, I immediately twixt. tried to go back to sleep. Yeah, uh, and I did, and then I eventually got out of bed at about six. So I, I, I went in and out, in and out, uh, you know, as as excited people do, and then I was up. What do you mean, in and out, in and out of consciousness, sleep? Right, yeah. fine. Then I was up, mm. marauding around the house like a man possessed. Yes, immediately popped on. Unlimited love on the on the record player. Fantastic. Get in the mood, I thought. Let's yeah. get this party started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put it on louder than I probably should have at that hour. What hour? Seven. Where was your wife? She was up as well. Can't have been seven. I was picked up at quarter past seven. Oh, yeah. It must have been half six, maybe earlier. Right. It was early. Yes, it was early. Got everything ready. Did everything that we had to do. Out the door at five past seven. Round. Collected everybody. Off to Southampton. No. Bosh. First of all, I must stop you there. You picked me up, quarter past seven. Fantastic to see you. Yes. Out I came. Hungry like the wolf. Hungry like the wolf, but thirsty like a... Thirsty like a man who forgot his water bottle. I had to go back to get my water. This is the second trip in the road to see the chilies where there's been a water-related incident. Now... I cursed you. I went back to get my bottle of water. When I returned to the car, it was immediately reported to me that you had called me a bellend for forgetting... My bottle of water. I did. I was both excited and angry. Furious. Already, you'd been in my company for less than five seconds. I was furious. And things had already started to fall apart. But we managed to patch things up, and away we went. Through the medium of getting stuck in a traffic jam. Yes, well, we knew it was coming. That's why we left so early. So, tra- arrived at the train station. Train station. Train. On time. Boom. Party. Half eight. Party bags released. Yes. Our good, our good friend and podcast ambassador, 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 Helen Kempsey had made the party bags. We were also with her husband, Scott Kempsey, the Palmeister General. He was there, both ambassadors, both valued ambassadors, working tirelessly around the clock in their roles. Absolutely. Hello and welcome to an absolutely packed train from uh, Southampton (laughs) Central to London Waterloo. We're here with some cocktails and some beers, some sweets, party bags made by Helen, absolutely wonderful. We have professionally made red hot chili peppers, cookies. Sam, would anybody else care to say anything on this crowded train, or does everybody want to cringe? No. Hello and welcome. We talk very quietly, we're playing a, an interactive red hot chili peppers based game created by Scott. I'm being looked at by some people. I'm going to stop recording now. We'll, uh, we'll reconvene when we're in a less conspicuous position. Table secured. Yes, that's that, important. That's on the, train the big journey. result. Not only table secured, 
there was five of us. So I said, you four have that table. I needed a seat next to the table where, so I could be part of the fun. Would there be another table opposite mm. the table we were sat at? No, there never is a table opposite a table. Next to, across the aisle. Mm, Would that, that table well, be free? No. It was. Was it? You sat on the table. When? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. What? On the train. No, I didn't. I sat in a full person. Uh, it was a table. Was a table. Yeah. It was opposite, <laughs> but I had to sit with some strangers. Yes. That's fine. I'm a sorry. Worker. I doubted you. Uh, an early worker who got off at Woking. He looked stunned and impressed that we were drinking cocktails at half past eight in the morning. He was both stunned and impressed. He, he and slightly disgusted. Say, say as much, but I no, could tell. His eyes told the story of disgust. Yes, stunned disgust. His body language, apart from his eyes, mm. was very positive. Oh, it was. He was dancing up and down in he, the aisle. Yes. Yeah. Well, he was in a kind of motionless and. Mm. Disgusted way. Disgusted way. Yeah. He danced off when he got to Woking. <laughs> he walked off. <laughs> he walked off at the pace of a, of a, a, of a, a regular, old man a regular going commuter. To work in the morning on a, on a Friday morning. Yeah. So yeah, we we had to put up with that amount of um, joy from that fellow. It was great. We we, we got um, everything out of the bags. There was many things in the bags. The highlights for me were the two beers and the <laughs> red hot chili peppers, tailor made. Cookies. Yes, they were ready-made, if you will. <laughs> well, they weren't, though. No, but they, the were they were tailor-made. They were. They were specially made. Specially made. Specially <laughs> made. Specially made. Heavy like a cookie bake. Cookie made. Cookie made. Lovely cookies they were. I've still got mine. I didn't eat it because of my problems with my tooth. Yes, teeth issues. But yeah, so the party bags were unleashed. <laughs> the beers were flowing like wine. We arrived at the station. Excitement levels rise again, yet this is where things start to take a turn. For the worse. Maybe for the worse just for a period of time, because we have to get an Uber to the hotel that you're staying at. But that was fine. We needed a break. We needed to calm down. Yeah, yeah, because I had two cocktails and one beer on the train. I had three beers. Ooh. The Uber was fine. We got it to the, we got it to the hotel. We dropped the bags off, and it was at this point that we knew we were now... En route, on foot. As we moved twixt hotel to Westbury, a wonderful walk down a particular road, unknown road in London. Finsbury Road, it's Finsbury called. Finsbury Road in London towards the Westbury. Yes. We put, just to paint a picture of what's going on. Excitement we, levels are rising. We passed the London Mets practice ground. Lovely. Excitement levels are rising. Okay. Come on! Standing in line to see the show tonight And there's a light on, light on Heavy glow By the way I tried to say I'd be there Waiting for <laughs> Less than 30 minutes from the podcast meetup venue More commonly known as the Westbury And I will say this to the Westbury Thank you very much for your hospitality Because... You do take a little bit of a leap of faith when you say that you're going to, when you contact somewhere and say this is what's going to happen. Uh, they opened up early. Well, I was, us, I was honest and open with them that I didn't know what was going to happen. Right, fair enough. But they were happy. I told them there'd be at least five of us drinking from midday. Yeah, and they were pleased with that. They, they were. were kind enough to open up early doors because they don't normally open until three o'clock, do they? 3 p.m. We were there at 12. They opened at 12 for us. They so were we open when we got there, there just before 12. Set some stuff up. The walk to the Westbury, we should add, yes, was filled with many a highlight. Oh, the first one being a, a cheese and ham toasty 
at a local Greg's. And I had to buy myself a Slazenger sports top to keep <laughs> myself did. warm. Because Just when things couldn't, get, it couldn't have got any more exciting. I'd gone for a two-day trip to London wearing just a T-shirt. Yeah, an oversight. It was a huge oversight. But luckily, there was a, a small shopping complex mm. on the main road. Mm. Unexpected, but most welcome. Say no more to that one. Next up, the Westbury. Yes. I know, then I found a street called Carling Street. You did. And I took a picture of you there. Carling Ford Street, I think. But that was tremendous. Nevertheless. But at this point, I, I, you at one point went off into a retro clothing store. Ah, yes, I couldn't I wait. We were so close to the Westbury at this point that I just ploughed on. We did you. pass a vintage clothing store. I thought, I'll just have a look in here. I'm sure Sam won't need to plough onto the Westbury. But he did. Plough on he did. Plough on I did. I took everyone with me. Yeah. And then I had to catch you up. You reappeared but moments later, complaining well, that the was, shop was too expensive. It was. It was a complete rip-off. Uh, vintage in London, baby. Mm, thanks, baby. Mm. So, talk to me a little bit about the meetup then. What we're not going to do is go through everybody that we met by name, simply for the fact that we do not want to miss anyone out and have people that are listening think, oh, for the love of G, I came along to this meetup and they've forgotten to mention me. That's but, the kind of thought process we're trying to avoid. What we do want to do is thank each and every person that arrived. We send love to you all, of course. It was stunning fun. Westbury had that playlist going. Good beer. They did. Good beer. Good food. The, they, they did that trick which really makes you focus on the music because it was barely loud enough to hear. But we all had a bit of a dance like this. Yeah, yeah. Much so, like the man on the train. Yes, exactly. We're a little bit more energetic. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 12 o'clock, we got there. 12, 12.29, we had our first arrivals. You know who you are, so oh, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Lovely to meet you, and I hope you enjoyed the show. And it was the start of a great afternoon. Really was. It really was. We will say, we will name check one person, uh, Irena, who bought the stamps, because it would be odd if we say that someone bought the stamps when everybody knows who it was. So yes. Irena had, uh, had been amazing enough to make some rubber stamps in the shape of the Chili's Asterix. And they went down an absolute storm being printed onto people's arms. They were a great icebreaker. They really were. In using lipstick as the ink, we in fact we employed two, one classical ice breaking method, or loosening of the soul, if you will. Talk to me further. That was the alcohol. Yes. And then we employed this newfangled ice breaking device, mm. the stamp. And believe me, the combination of the classic loosening of the soul, <laughs> yes. and the red hot chili peppers asterisk stamp in lipstick. Is a fantastic combination. It really works. We had a brilliant... Talk, think about the, talk about the giveaways. What did we give away? Yes. Well, I mean, this was, this was much later on. We, we had hours of chat, musical fun. Yeah. The embracing of new acquaintances. This is why, this is why it's fun, because you are meeting it's, like-minded people yeah. who like the Red Hot Chili Peppers... So everybody's already got a talking, a starting point to talk about. Yes. So it's not like when you meet people normally, I say, oh, what do you like? You can pretty much assume people like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And the right? podcast. And, and podcast, yeah. So that, that is great. But it's, it's always nice to go from the opening moments of meeting someone for the first time to the final moments of being in the pub and the journey that you go on of 
that opening conversation followed by getting to know people, talking about shared passions, shared experiences in some cases. Mm. Just awesome. And this is exactly why, after the first meetup, we wanted to do it again. And it did not let us down. It was such a good afternoon. You can say what you want about going to see the the Chili's live, and it was amazing. But to sit down and just... Talk to talk to people about the band and the podcast and their feelings on both is a real honour for us. That's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, well and was awesome. Hello and welcome to this particular voice note. We're joined by Sam Townsend from the University of Speaking Podcast. Sam. Hello there. We are also joined by Becky from... I'm from Connecticut. And why are you here, Becky? Uh, we came on a vacation to London to do all the touristy things, but the big lure for the trip was to see the Chili Peppers tonight. Uh, yeah, that, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh, wait, it... the, sec- the, the, the second big lure was the Chili Peppers, obviously. The first big oh, lure was... start over? No, 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 we, don't, no, we never start over. So, so honestly, yes, knowing that you guys were having a meetup was... Of all the places in Europe I could have picked, like we were toying with Vienna, but this had a meetup, which I thought I totally picked because of the meetup with the Universally Speaking podcast, guys. My favorite, my favorite podcast that you've done was the the Quizmas, the Chili Quizmas. That was a lot of fun. We shout out to Sam Shepard, the Quizmaster General, for that episode. He'll be in the Golden Circle tonight. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a quick meet-up with him. Very much looking forward to seeing Sam again, yes. Oh, we might not be able to hear your voice. We'll, we'll wrap this particular voice note up by saying, Becky, it's wonderful to see you. You've flown over from the US of A. Specifically for the meet-up. Specifically for the meet-up. <laughs> secondarily really? for the And then secondarily to the show, yes. That is right on time, I think. We're, we're just having great. a great time, aren't we? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. What, what a great afternoon that was, and the time really did fly by. Talk to me a little bit now about the giveaway, Sam, the competitions. Well, we were in a position to give everyone who came a coaster. A wonderful position to be in. Uh, yes, and if you didn't get a coaster, I can only apologise, but I think we managed to give everyone a coaster. We were also to, able to give out, Iran had made a number of stamps... So yes. we gave out some stamps to people. Stamps to were home. given. So some people received stamps. Everyone hopefully received a coaster. Um, a t-shirt. A the, t-shirt the, was given. The off-print. Yes. The off. The off-center prototype t-shirt was given away to a very happy recipient, who we should say was a lovely person to meet on the day. So thank you for coming to the podcast. We hope you enjoy the t-shirt. If you're not wearing it now, go and put it on. Put it on, my dear. Thank you very much for coming um, to the meetup. Uh, yes. And then the... the cloth, of and I don't want to go French. Ah, well, no, do. The piece de resistance. Okay. So if you weren't, if you weren't going to go French, we're just going to say the piece of, re- the piece, the piece of resistance. Well, I probably wouldn't have What's said. the English way of saying pièce de résistance? Uh, the pièce... No, that's the French way. Oh, yes. So what's the English equivalent? The showstopper. The showstopper. Okay. Yes, the showstopping prize. The, piece, was, the pièce de résistance, if you will. If you will, was a universally speaking Pedal Chili Peppers square tablecloth. We've had, I dare say, hundreds of, of people writing in saying, please, please, can I have that tablecloth off the garage door? Mm. 
This oh, was, is that where it's gone? No, no, it's in the drawer because I haven't put it back up. No, no it's here because this is the square. No, one. So that's the re- rectangular no, table. No, this is the square one. So it's it not. Oh, it is. It's the square one. The rectangular one is in the drawer. The right. same drawer that you got this from. Right, but there's a picture of John, a framed picture of John Frusciante on top of a tablecloth. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so we thought let's give one away. Let's make that the piece de resistance mm. of meet up deux, mm. and it was won by a lovely young man who, due to our policy of letting people <laughs> remain nameless, will remain nameless. Okay, well, may as well, in that case, should we just say, Joe won the, uh, the cloth, Becky won, Becky won the T-shirt. Okay. Okay. We've said it. Yeah, okay. It's out there. Otherwise, it, otherwise it's, it, it starts to sound really weird. Okay, so you now know the identity of the, both the cloth winner and the T-shirt winner. Congratulations. Glorious to be able to give something back. That's yeah. what it felt like. Oh, and... One of the great things about the meetup was the vast majority of people that came to this meetup yes. were new people who weren't who hadn't come to the previous meetup, uh, and it was great to meet new people. There Miss- were a couple of exceptions to that. Oh, rule. absolutely, absolutely, they will remain nameless. Absolutely, <laughs> 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 but, but you know uh, who you were. Yeah. But it was <laughs> trust us. <laughs> so do we. Hello, welcome to a new voice note. We are still in the Westbury, and we are with Ollie and Delphin. And we are listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers live. We're drinking Guinness, Carling, and that looks like a, a vodka and Red Bull. Correct. Beautiful, <laughs> with a lovely slice of lime, and I may say, an environmentally friendly straw, which I do respect. <laughs> Ollie, are you happy to talk a little bit about why you're here? Oh yeah, sure, for sure, definitely. Uh, why am I here? At the meetup or the gig? Both. <laughs> I'm at Meetup because I found it looking for Property University speaking on Spotify and found the podcast. Yes, why uh, at the gig? I'm also at the gig because I really like the chili peppers <laughs> <laughs> and the podcast was a bonus, spreading another stuff on the day. So would but, you uh, say your main reason for coming here was to meet up all the chilies? And remember, you're on the podcast. I knew about the podcast as getting the tickets, so I thought, two birds, one stone, it's a very good stone to throw. So... Fantastic. They're, they're, got, they're weighted equally. They're weighted Are they? Equally. Okay. Oh, you, he's backpedaling now. They're now, weighted, they're now weighted equally. We'll go to Delphin. And given what Ollie said, I'll ask the same question. Why are you here? Um, I love the chilli peppers. So that's why I'm at the chilli peppers. I'm here at your meetup because Ollie showed me one episode of your podcast. I said, they sound cool. Yeah, Best I'll one. come with. Best one, though. <laughs> so on my commute, I always listen to podcasts. Made my way through Irish history, British history, French history. Figure somebody has to be doing a Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Boom! And I found Universally Speaking. Went back, listened to a bunch of old episodes. The album reviews are the ones that I really got hooked on. And then I listened to the, I forget what the title was, the Potential Octopus. Uh, oh, positive, positive Mental Octopus! Yes. I actually listened to that maybe two days ago on my yeah. commute. First half, second half. That's a very recent one. So that's, that's the last one. That is the uh, the American living in London's journey to universally speaking. Uh, my name's Matt Cotty. I'm at the Westbury with Ben. Yet to meet Sam. I'm sure he's very nice. Uh, what a great day. Why aren't you all here? Well, what a day. And then, no, what a meetup. So from the meetup, it must now be time to move to the show. Okay, let's just rank the meetup out of 166. Fine. What are you giving it? Right. You cannot ever go higher than the top uh, number, otherwise it's a fast. So I will say 166. I too will mark it out of 
the full quota, the 160. Full quota of it was a complete success. And you, like you said earlier, you never know. We never know how these things are going to unfold. We, we, we felt like it was going to be a smaller meetup than last year. Thank you to everyone who came and made it a bigger, more successful, and a meetup which will inspire us to do it again. To meet even more people in a different pub. Well, maybe. Well, if they play back at Spurs, we'll go to Westbury again, shall we? Yeah, well, I think so. We did have some feedback to say that the, the pub was possibly a little bit far away. Fine. Okay, it'll be a closer pub. Well, no, the Westbury was good, it was and it was a thirty-minute walk. We walked, and we walked. Yeah, no, I, I did. I did feel that perhaps next time a little closer. You thing is, it's, the problem is, you don't want to go too close because it just mm. gets so busy. You don't want to go too close because it gets so busy, and also many of the pubs that are closer are a lot smaller than the Westbury. Yeah. Okay. But so we'll we did. Know. We did factor everything in when choosing the location of the meetup, and we were, I would say, overall very pleased with the Westbury. Yeah. So, then we went to the, the gig. We did. We walked from the Westbury. And we had, it should be stated, that the walk was brilliant because almost everyone who was at the meetup hmm. walked together. There were a few people who left earlier because they wanted to go and see the support acts and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But a, bit, a large group of us all walked together. And that, that, again, was a great time. So, we're in the stadium now. Yeah, we're getting in wasn't as easy as that. No, but we're, we're going to we'll, we'll, we'll bypass gloss over that. that. We'll gloss over that. We'll talk, talk a little bit further about Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and my thoughts on their, the way that they run this kind of thing. Within the limits of legal yeah, Within the limits of the legal jurisdiction of, of this country and, and of course, others. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we were in. We were. We were, we were in. Great news. A pint of neck oil is only £7.20. That was good news. I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't drink a pint there because the way they were being poured was a joke. Yes. So I couldn't drink the lager because it was flat. Not only was it, uh, well, it was just so frothy that it was then being poured and re-poured and poured and re-poured. No, no. The reason it was being poured and re-poured was because they they have these. Uh, yeah, the bottom loaders. The bottom loaders. Yeah. But they didn't want to give out the plastic glasses. But only the plastic glasses can be used to pour the pints. Yeah. So then they were transferring into paper cups to give people to take it away and drink. This is outrageous. I didn't even realise that. Well, all I saw was beer being poured from one container to another, which is immediately going to affect the quality of the yeah, drink, yeah. which you're paying £7.20. Well, and if you're sloppy, which my server was, I was losing out. So yeah, he was pouring in such a way that it frothed over. Yeah. I told him. I said, look. Well, you weren't the only person to do that. When I was queuing up, I saw other people having exactly the same conversation, saying, I'm paying this much for this kind of quality of, of, of products. Of, of but anyway, products. Let's, not, let's not dwell we on it. Yeah, we won't dwell on it. I, 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 didn't, I, had, I, had, I, I didn't want to buy them. I didn't no. want to buy a pint serve in that way. So I thought, what I'll do a is super I'll buy sticky. cans of cocktail. Yes. It's, it's both a cheap and effective way of getting drunk. Well, it's, a, it's an effective way of getting drunk. To say it's cheap is not quite so true. Uh, for two small cans of pre-made cocktail... I was looking at a very reasonable £20. Mm. <laughs> yes. And you were buying four at a time. Now, I bought two to start off with and took them in, first of all. Yeah. And, and because the band came on so early... I know. I was caught a little bit short, Sam. I don't mind admitting that. I was caught short, Ben. Overall, in stadium, I bought six cans of pre-made cocktail, which I'm happy to say only sent me back approximately £60. Pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I think I only had four pints. 
Yeah. So what's that for you? Seven fourteen twenty one twenty eight. Yeah. About about nine. say thirty quid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a quick heads up: if you do buy can, cans of pre-made cocktail as your drink of choice, and you have them in both hands later on during the gig, uh, and it's been poured into pint glasses, and you jump up and down with them held above your head, literally every part of your body becomes a big. St- you f- I felt like a. I didn't a, know what had happened to you. Do you think? Yeah, a, a, chew, a post-chewed jelly baby. You kept coming up to me and. and- Cuddling me, yes. which was fine, but I couldn't understand why you were so sticky. No, <laughs> no, few could. I didn't know that you'd been covering yourself in cocktail. I don't know how much of the £60 worth of, uh, of pre-made cocktail I drank or how much I covered myself in. Well, Scott knocks one out of your hand, of course. Oh, yeah. That's 20, straight on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, no, the pun master general. We, we, but he did then say, look, have some of mine. Yeah, so, right, no, absolutely. Fair. So, I, so I took it from him, poured it straight Port- from Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so no, yeah, but, we're in. But, no, talk about walking into the Golden Circle. Yeah, exactly. Now, this was one of the great pleasures of the day, walking down the steps into the Golden Circle and immediately meeting two more podcast listeners. Yeah. Now, the, obviously, the for those who've been in the Golden Circle, I, I think it's probably the same. When you walk in, you are immediately... Struck by the thought, we've done the right thing here. Oh, God, yeah. You're so close. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's worth every penny, without, without a doubt. I would never go and see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, I would, if I couldn't get Golden Circle, but my first choice would be Golden Circle every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. And So you go in, it's great. And then we were immediately approached by uh, uh, two more listeners of the podcast and their families, uh, which was great, again, to to meet people who listen to the podcast, take the time to come and speak to us at the show. Mm. It was fantastic. And, yeah, get into position. I'll give a shout-out to um, Mick, the taxi driver, our taxi ambassador, who put a, a photo up on Insta saying celeb spotting at the Chili's gig. It looked like a paparazzi shot taken with a long lens. It was it was very funny when he, when he popped that up on the line. Yes. We can't really overemphasise how great it is to meet listeners of the podcast in, in the person. wild, in, in that person. situation as well. It's fantastic. Because then we also met a, a, a few other podcast listeners in the Golden Circle. And also, uh, when we, because we, our, our, our place of choice is dead centre at the back of the Golden Circle. Yes. So that you've got room to operate. Room to manoeuvre. You know, we like, we like busting out those moves, don't we? We certainly do. You like throwing cocktail all over yourself. Those sticky, sticky moves. Yeah. But, uh, but there was a, a time when the security guard tapped me on the back who is patrolling the area twixt the back of the Golden Circle and the front of general admission. Yes. And said, there's some people over here who... Oh, he said, are you the podcast person? Right. And there were some people there that want to, that would like an ambassador badge and so handing out ambassador badges to people at the front of general admission. Well, that's just incredible. So listeners of the show, presumably. Presumably. <laughs> <laughs> Also, yeah, there is, it's, it's, even though they're not that far away, it's not easy to communicate with people in general standing because it's very loud. Yeah, it, the whole thing was very loud. Yeah, and the sound. I mean, moving on, sort of moving on to the show. Yeah, they did come on early. The opposite of our last experience at the White Hart Stadium. Oh, it's the, it's the, the anti-Guns and Roses experience. Guns and Roses came on two hours late last time we were there. <laughs> two whole hours. We were all leglessly drunk by the time they came on. Shocking. Um, instead of this time just you being (laughs) drunk (laughs) as you said earlier that caught everyone unawares because I had approximately a pint and a half of liquid 
which is never going to be enough to get you through even even a, a you know a chili set. It's not. I had enough liquid. I felt to get me through to aquatic mouse dance. <laughs> yeah, which is that's that's comfortable. Had you should you should have really shared your plans with me because I think that was a great time to go. Right. Well, let, I'll talk you through this going to get the drinks. Here's another glowing tribute to um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. To the stadium. stadium it's, uh... Classic Mouse Dance comes in. I finish off my first double canner. It's long. You're thinking, I've got the oh, best part of 10 minutes here. Yeah, well, I've got, yeah, pretty much maybe eight minutes, nine. Yeah, you, you in- are. Including, including the, the ch- gap. Including the yeah, gap. Yeah. I thought I've got seven minutes here. It's there and back is going to be four minutes if I it's going to be longer than that I thought I'd miss a bit of the next whatever was to come next however all of the bars yeah for as far as the eye could see and that's quite far had closed yeah closed the bars they said we've made enough so I had to walk honestly I can't tell you how far I had to walk round I felt like I was going round the other side of the stadium. I know. It was a common complaint, but again, we, won't, we won't focus on it. No, no, but I will. Because okay. this is a disgrace. <laughs> because how much money did we have? Whether you're in the Golden Circle. Or wherever you, are. Admission, wherever you are. Because we were using, as it turned out, uh, uh, we were using general admission drinking well, facilities. Well, there is no... It's go- the same thing. There no. is no... Golden yeah. Circle drinking facilities. So... Which is fine. What confused me about the advertised, the advertised times was premium isn't Golden Circle. It's anyway, whatever. However, <laughs> <laughs> to get a drink, yes, you had to go a long way. You had to go a ridiculous. I had to walk past six or seven closed bars. Yeah, it's and crazy. of course, by the time you get to a bar at that point, every bastard is there waiting for trying to get served. I know, I know. But the good tactic, anyway, I think to go. During aquatic mouse so that was the So when did song. I get back? Well, I, so I missed Suck My Kiss. Did you miss Suck My Kiss? Yeah, and I got back. I got back into position halfway through Reach Out. Wow. I mean, that is a long, that's a long time. I know. And I missed Suck My Kiss. However, well, what happened to Anna? style, it's not so bad. What happened to Anna, my wife, who went to get drinks for us? Yeah. She went at the end of Reach Out, or at some point... No. She said she didn't see Reach Out. I think she might have gone off to suck my kiss. I think she might have gone off to suck my kiss. I think she missed reach out. She missed self squeeze, which, which yeah, yeah, she yeah. was really upset about. She missed right on time, and she got back she, just in time to see the end of Dream Girl, which again was really upsetting because she didn't want to miss John's solo song. Yeah. So the whole that whole thing just went completely wrong. But thank God she got back in time for Don't Forget Me, because that I think would have been the icing on the cake. Well, this was this is the other thing to talk about. Is the quality? I mean, across those two nights that they played in London and, and Glasgow, yeah, the amount of swap outs. I think the the amount of total songs played was something like twenty eight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was two nights, pretty good. And yeah. when you when you consider that how many that they do play that are the same, they did a good job of of utilising the available songs to swap out. I think I think the two sets were both brilliant. Yeah. If anything, Glasgow seems to be getting the nod. Yes, but for yeah, I think overall maybe it was the best set list. But from my point of view, from I think our from our point of view, point of view you, you had you, the scar tissue. You had don't forget me under the bridge. Is, is yeah. I know I could have lied is great, and I'm really not leaning one way or the other on those two. 
but I was really pleased to hear Under the Bridge. And we'll talk a bit more about that later on. But, oh, and just to see John do Dream Girl, I, I was really pleased with that because I love that when he does that. Yeah. So should we just tie this up and then move on to talking about a couple of the songs more specifically? Because yes. There are, there are, somebody has uploaded some of these tunes online that we saw. We're just going to have a quick look at maybe three or four of them. Yes. And just have a quick chat about those. The special ones. Yeah. Uh, let's also just reflect on the advertised times as provided by the no, stadium. No, we're not. We're not. Okay. We'll reflect on the fact that it was, and we'll go into more detail about the show. Yep. But the the day as a total period of time yes. was perfection. Oh, it was, I thought it was a wonderful and truly top-notch experience. Yes. So are you saying that I'm not allowed to mention the fact that on the site. No, you're not allowed to mention right, that. Okay, thing. okay fine. Um, it was a f- it was a great day, and just to sort of close off on the meetup. Thanks again to everyone who came. It really, really was incredible. So I can't wait to do it again. No, absolutely. Nor can I. I don't know when it's going to be because really we do we can't organise a meetup without a show. No, no. Well, next time they tour. Yeah, next time they tour in well, whether it be this country or another country, mm. we just don't know. We might have to travel. If they don't come to, to the UK next tour, we, I can make a, a promise, and I hope you'll make the, the promise as well, that we will travel. The quality of their performance has driven me to make that commitment. Let's talk about the quality of the performance then. Okay. Attack. A duo attack of absolute belters. What a way to start a Red Hot Chili Peppers gig that was. That's probably, for you, and for anyone, as good as it gets. Well, I prefer Can't Stop as an opener to Around the World. What? Scar Tissue was my favourite chili song. Yeah, I mean, you must have been pleased at that point. I mean, I went extra sticky for Scar Tissue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I made a kind of conscious decision... Uh, because I, I went into the gig at a, a very acceptable level of drunkenness and I was conscious that I wanted to try and take it all in. So I did make extra, take extra care to try and be calmer than normal, less singing, less dancing and more focus, focus on the players. And how did that go for you? Really well. Obviously, there were times, especially as I consumed more of the old neck oil, hmm. where I went completely mental. Seven to twenty a pint, poured from one to another. Yes, exactly. Well, you get, you get at least you get the knowledge that your drink's been in two cups for the money. Well, exactly. <laughs> if, and if that's what you're after, two cups, then the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is the stadium for you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Must move on. So yes, I. I, I would say we spent more, less time at this gig cuddling and... Yeah, and more watching. And more watching, oh, yeah. yeah. But when you did cuddle me. Oh, it was... Well, you could barely we separate could barely, us afterwards. Barely feel us apart. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what happened. And I think it's great. We're watching some videos of people who are at the front, pretty much the front row, uh, on John's side. 
the sound quality is, as you'd expect, terrible because... But it was better on that one. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but it is... It, of, of course it's blown out. This isn't the way that you should be listening to any of this. No. What it is, is a reminder of just what happened during those particular songs. And a real... For me, who went to the show, we spent the day with our friends afterwards. Yes. We came back on the Sunday, and on the Monday I started being ill. And I'm still ill, but I've, I've gone back to... been able to go back to work. You're ill, you say? Yeah. It, it's really the first time I've had any kind of bandwidth to think about this stuff. And Great use of the, of the unexpected term bandwidth. Thank you. Yeah, I'm on broadband now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how really I've, I've moved from dial-up when I was literally in bed. Oh, you should have heard him when he was on dial-up. He, <laughs> we all, we all know what he sounded like. <laughs> yeah, but I've got now the he's bandwidth. on broadband, he's much, more, he's much quieter. I'm on broadband, I've got the bandwidth to think about this. Look at that. It reminds me of when John did his first backing vocal on Can't Stop. I yeah. thought, he's in great voice. You yeah. could tell immediately. His smile when he's playing the intro of Can't Stop. That swagger. He's bringing the, um, the, that, the neck of that telly up vertically. And it's almost at a complete vertical angle. He's done 90 degrees. He's set squared it. And he knows he's set squared yeah, He's a mathematician. And it's beautiful to see. Well, he's a musical mathematician and a wonderful one at that. He certainly is. The next thing, I you immediately see him turn to someone and say something needs to be louder, probably the backing vocals in his, yes, for his yes. ears. It's, it's just so interesting, isn't it? When you're there, I, I have repeatedly told everybody that they, they did not put a foot wrong and that they were perfect and they sound, which they do, by the way, they sound better than ever away. because they do. But we've just watched um, those two tracks and obviously there are some sort of you know live mistakes if you want to call them that but when you're there you just don't notice any of that but certainly not in the first couple of songs when the place is going nuts literally yeah, there yeah. are hundreds well, there are thousands of people around yeah. you going and crazy. that's why it's so important to go and watch and support live music because nothing beats the experience of it Absolutely. We believe in supporting this stuff at ground level, at grassroots level. We do. We do. But it's, it's, it, I mean, they, they, they sound great. Can't stop. I mean, what an opener. Yeah, superb. I, I personally wouldn't have minded Around the World. I we, think they're both, they're both great. We've talked about my thoughts of, about Around the World Live and how it dips slightly in the chorus. Yes. I don't but, think there's any dip on Can't Stop, which is why I love it. The Swan comes out, he's in great... Great voice. Black on black. Focusing on him there, it's almost as if he knows the words. There are prolonged periods of time where he doesn't look at the teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. Which is great to see. But don't get cocky. Don't get cocky, son. Oh, I won't, Dad. Not you. No. Oh, this one. one. Yeah. Because the moment you get cocky is the moment that you start singing the first verse and you realise that you're actually... Well, the other thing that we've said about teleprompting before is it's easy, if you know the words, to sing the song without a teleprompter. If you're unsure of the words, a teleprompter really helps. Yes. But what doesn't help, it, it's difficult sometimes, if you've got a teleprompter, it's difficult to sing without looking at it. Mm. Because that point where you forget, oh, the, yeah. that yeah, point where you forget the words, yeah. you're looking at something that's got a lot of words on, yes. and you're not necessarily going to be able to... I know it scrolls through, yeah. but um, I don't know if it scrolls through line by line to say exactly where you are in the song, or if it does it block by block. Well, I think... It, it's, oh, it's got a little bouncing ball. <laughs> well, it, is, it is akin to the karaoke experience. I think we've all done karaoke and singing a song that we know every single word to, but stood there glued to the screen. Yeah. 
Because once you look at it, it's hard to, like you say, it's hard to break away. But I think the Swan does a, a good job, especially yeah. in what we've seen so far. Yeah. He's, none of them, are, uh, this has struck me, Flea obviously is going, going great guns physically. Looks great as well. I love his beanie. Chad is monstrous. Mm. A little bit of a stick drop in the first chorus, I think, For, on what, um, of, uh, Can't, Can't Stop. Stop. Yeah, yeah, I noticed Which that. I hadn't noticed. No, didn't notice that at the time. That was getting mad. Yeah, you were, you were covered in sticky, sticky glue. Not, probably not that sticky at that point. No, no. Um, but they're not. John's not as physically mobile as he as he used to be. Well, no, of course, but he is engaged, which is which is <laughs> well, the other that's thing. the least you can ask for. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I came away from that show thinking that's one of those shows where John is more engaged than, than he has yes, been. Than, well, we than, know than, than, than others. He's spoken. He's spoken about that. Yeah, that's not a slight against Rashad. No, absolutely not. He, we would never said, do that. He said it himself on the on the Ruben show. Yeah, on the Ruben yeah. podcast. That there's some times when well, and I he think, just does. He just doesn't feel that he can he can physically move about so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt w- I got good value, John, for Yes, show. yes. And the Swan obviously is wearing his boot again, so he's. He's still struggling with that injury. Yeah, of course. But in terms of performance levels, for lads in their early 60s and mid-50s... Good stuff, I thought. I think they are still... And I, I say, I've said this all week since the show. To anyone, and I said it to the longest stick in the bush, you've got to come with us next time. And I said to any other people I was speaking to, just go and see them, because they are still so good. Why are they still... You know, why do bands at that age go around the world playing shows there's two reasons one is for the money and two is because they've still got it and they're still releasing new music and they still are a world class act mm. and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are still a world class act Scar tissue back. Go on. I was very, very pleased to see that my memory of the outro solo wasn't a pseudo memory, a fake memory, if you will. <laughs> God, is that is that your biggest fear? Yeah. <laughs> because that was the gig. Oh, I just, you know, I yeah, thought it was great. But it, it might be a g- pseudo memory. <laughs> 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 yeah. As that song finished. Yes. And I started spraying pre, pre-canned cocktail around. I bet you did. I bet, I bet it was scar It was only tissue. one hand at that point. Scar tissue that was, was triggered. Actually, the... no, I think at that point I would have been holding one down, the cocktail down and just uh, other arm in the air. Yeah. My memory was that solo was, fan- was fantastic. It felt Sloan-esque to me. Yeah, okay. In the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching it back... No, it's it's not the, the third solo. There's, live, it's t- there's some touch points, but from there Slamer. are touch points. Yeah, it's wonderful because there are those roles from Chad. It doesn't ma- it doesn't align exactly. This is live. This is live in the moment they're doing this, yeah. but it is a big. Over- it, I love the build. He goes from a clean, kind of picked solo, mm. solo one. He plays a distorted kind of slow single note solo solo two yeah and on that last one he is giving it loads yeah. by the end of it he's stacking it through the wah wah pedal he's playing those fast runs and when it finished i just as, as you say when you, as you as you'll know when you took your headphones off i just wanted to shout thank god it wasn't a pseudo memory 
Hello Island. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but also, thank God it wasn't yeah. memory. One thing I didn't realise, even since I've watched that song numerous times this week, is the Swan did like a spoken part. Yeah. For the soft spoken with the broken jaw yeah. steps. And the Swan's delivery is. Um, they're, I suppose their delivery choices in the moment. Yeah. Some some work better than others. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would hope that he would never do that again. <laughs> but, 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 you know, it's like John with his solos and Chad with his roles. And, well, you know, live music is live music. You make decisions in the moment. Some come off in spades and others are not so good. Mm. So, uh, but having said that, overall, they're great. And the myth is, oh, he is a beast. Yes. Yeah. He's so good. He's just, and he's so powerful and he... He senses those moments when he needs to give more. When, and that's the understanding, I suppose, they have. And you see it even more live. He knows when he needs to step in, when there might be a dip in, you know, John's playing or something someone else is doing. And he's there just to back it up when he's needed. I think certainly seeing this time, one, one thing you can absolutely rely on is that Flea and the Myth. Yeah. So Mickey B the Flea and Chad the Myth Smith. Yeah. They're not going to let you down. No, oh, no, no chance. There are... You know, the swan, brilliant as he is, there are times when he's not, he's going to slightly run out of breath, maybe, mm. and, and it's not going to be so high energy. And with John, as we've discussed, he he's avant garde enough and, and he's an improviser. So yeah. not everything is going to come off exactly as he wants it to or, yeah. or you would want it to. Yeah. But you, yeah. take that, you take that risk because that's how you achieve those moments of brilliance that you never forget. Exactly. Without risk comes no reward. Well, the risk always lives, as, the, as one of the making of documentaries from the film Aliens on the Alien Quadrilogy is called. Mm. And I exactly. think that's true for John Fashante. The risk yeah. always lives. Yeah. Any musician who lives on, is willing to not just play it safe, but try something every time they play live. You know, in front of a stadium full of people, yeah. there's something to be said for that. Well, I, I've... Or, Long said the same about top quality comedians. Oh yeah, stand up comedians and yeah. Jack. Jack will know this. Yeah. Jack Fox, drum ambassador. Yeah, God bless you. Um, you know, as a as a stand, I mean, I've never done stand up. No, <laughs> but I can imagine that you try things and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. And when they do, it's brilliant. And when they don't, it's not. You know, I think it's even more. I mean, I, to, I, be, I, I, to, I, to 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 reach those fantastic moments as you say you've got to take risks especially in comedy i think it's even more scary in comedy yeah because as a as a musician you know if you're improvising a solo you know the structure that you're going to be aiming for you know the chords that you are soloing over yeah there's only there's only so far wrong you can potentially go yeah but as a comedian and especially for an edgy comedian yeah exactly yeah yeah i think it stands so true for edgy comedians who knows what you're going to say? So, moving past the conversation of edgy comedians... Mm. I, th- I felt that was a conversation that needed to be had. I thought that that performance of Can't Stop and that performance of Scar Tissue really set me up for a fantastic gig on the 21st of July. Yeah, yeah. And just to... Uh, do you want me to make this point now or later? I don't know. What is it? Well, it's something that Dan Boyd said. Okay. Uh, he co- re- emailed us recently and he said... He was expecting them to sound good, but he didn't know what to expect from the Swan. 
And what and did I he think, get from this one? Well, he, he, he knows what he got and he told us, and that is he got a man who is miraculously still in his prime. So it's not easy for singers. Not easy for singers. And The Swan is fantastic. If you've just watched those two, I'm sure you'll agree. The Swan sounds brilliant. And if The Swan's still sounding brilliant, then I think we're in, we're hopefully in for a, a few more years of this kind of sweet, sweet music. A golden era? A golden era, if you will. Hello. I hope so, Ben. And I hope it's a golden era where we go and see them as often as we can. Right, what are we moving on to now? We're going to listen to... Uh, we are going to listen to two big moments for me personally, Dream Girl and Don't Forget Me. Emotionally, out of a, a couple of great songs, Dream Girl and Don't Forget Me, I'll say this to you, Sam. Mm. Don't neglect me in any way. Don't forget me in any way. And talk to me about your feelings on that performance of Dream Girl. Of those songs. Of those two songs I just spoke about. Yes. Well, I knew... When we saw them in Manchester last year, John didn't do a solo song. Mm. I think he did in London, though I can't be sure. Let's not let's not, uh, let's not mail our colours to the master. Not on speculate one. on that. But I was confident now because he's doing them every show now. So confidence, if uh, as the French would say, was high. That he would go ahead and do one, and by golly, he did. I was hoping it would be Dream Girl. I think of the ones he's. I know he. We had a, a rare treat of Tiny Dancer quite recently, but of his common regular rotation, Dream Girl's my favourite. And how did you find it? It was bloody brilliant. Tell, talk to me about the moment live. Well, it was also, tinged and with also disappointment. Your rewatch, of course. Live wise, it was tinged with disappointment because Anna wasn't there, mm. and I knew that it would be upsetting for her to miss it. And she yeah. is, of course, your dream girl. She is my dream girl. She doesn't neglect me in any way. She makes me feel special every day. Mm. She's my dream girl. Mm. So for that reason, I was up a little bit. It was tinged with sadness. Tinged with sadness that she had missed it, yes. Um, but overall, I was thrilled, and I just stood and watched. I didn't do anything elaborate. No. I might have picked my drink up, but that, that would have been as far as I would have gone. That's that the stage. height of the elaboration on that one. <laughs> yes. I probably had a swig. I, I'm bound to. Oh, so you're, you're elaborating a little bit more now. Oh, yeah. You yeah. picked it up. I picked it You've up. You've supped from it. I've supped from it. And now you're claiming you may I, have lifted it. I, in may the air. I may have lifted my arm into the air and screamed out loud. Mm. But apart from, <laughs> apart from, apart from, from that, that, I remained completely motionless and silent. Yes. No elaboration at all apart from that. But I just think anyone who has grown up listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers as we have and has invested themselves heavily in John's career and his solo work and his journey 
can't be helped but moved by by what he's doing there. Can't helped but be moved by what he's doing there. I think is that what I was trying to say, but didn't say. I think so. Yes, especially for someone like yourself, Sam, who has committed to that John story and journey back at the turn of the century. Yes, the turn of the century, which of course was only seven or eight years ago. Oh, hang on a minute. Uh, no, yeah, I'm no, it sounds like a decade ago. <laughs> Uh, yes, but nevertheless. Always a shock nevertheless, to realise that. Nevertheless. For someone like yourself. Yeah. And for those John Fashon. Oh, and there are many of us those, out there. Ab- there. Absolutely, there are. Yeah. I think these are very, very special moments to see him perform live in that context. Because you're not going to see that in any other, in any other setting at the moment, are you? And well, not at the moment. Very, very lucky to see it. He's not going to go back to ATP. I don't know what his relationship's like with Vincent Gallo anymore. I just thank God, I thought this the other day, thank God he was friends with Gallo. Because mm. if he hadn't been friends with Gallo, he wouldn't have done that. And I don't know how close him and Vincent are now. Mm. God, you're so French on this episode. <laughs> well, it's because I've been practising. What, uh, talking French? Yes. We. Oui. Mm, gotcha. Right, so, that was fantastic. Yeah, it, of course it was, it. it was brilliant. I, I think, um, you know, we could go in, in, into more depth about his voice and the, his, the development of his voice. Oh, it's rich. Well, it is, but I, I do think there are, you can, you're starting to see the signs of a man who smoked for 30 years plus. Mm. It has had an effect on his voice. He still sounds great, but he does sound different. His, we've, spoken, we've mentioned before, his speaking voice is, is slightly different now to yeah. how it was when he left the band. So... It is. There, there are certain elements to his performances that are different, but still sound fantastic. He's still able to pull that out. I mean, the power in that lower register is is awesome. And I think you, I don't think I know mm. that you mentioned to me the vibrato at the end of that performance. I, I did. Yeah, you brought that to my attention. I did, and thank you for bringing that back to my attention. It's lovely. It's just lovely technique. You know, he's he's got. He's always had that kind of rough diamond feel to his performance i think it, the voice now adds more of that rough diamond feel to it because what you say is right about the voice ages the voice matures yeah. it's like a wine or an oak yes and that smoke just brings that extra flavor to i it. mean if he was bacon oh he would definitely be smoked bacon he'd be a big smoke kevin i don't know what that means <laughs> kevin bacon Oh, okay, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that makes more sense now that you've said bacon after the word Kevin. Well, I said Kevin, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, yes, you're right. His voice has matured as well, and he, he sounds great. He's technically very good. And that is something that you wouldn't have said during his early stages as a solo performer. He was extremely... Oh, I'd love to... For that guy, what's he called? Paul Lepe? Oh, uh, yes. No, but uh, his certain name... Something close Chris, Chris. Chris Lepe. Chris, yeah, Chris I Lepe, I call him. Chris Lepe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's really called. You call him Paul Lepe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different person. <laughs> yeah. That's Paul Lepe. Oh, no, Chris did do a did couple a, of... He did a breakdown. At least one on John, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, he did a couple. And, yeah. and certainly he did uh, one on Neandra. Yes. He did. He did. And about about all of that like crazy voice. He was full of full of praise for John's approach. But and that was because of the rawness and because of his lack of fear and his lack of yeah. Yeah. um 
conforming to social norms what what people how people i said it at the time my biggest thing as a singer is i want to sound good Mm. john wasn't worried about sounding good he was worried about expressing himself and by doing that yes 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 he did sound good Mm. and he was exactly and and that's what we should all strive to do is is let the shackles off. I think worth saying for anyone who's, who's listened to this podcast, just a quick reminder, we talked about it maybe 18 months ago. There's a, there's a couple of videos about John Fashante's early vocal, solo vocal delivery style by Paul Lepe. Yes. Um, uh, on, well uh, interestingly, out. on Chris Lepe's YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> so go check him out. He's good. He's really, he is really good. Um, I've spent many a happy hour listening to him talk about uh, you know a lot of people and not just singers he does he does loads of breakdowns but he also talks technique and that kind of thing and it's really really good i'm gonna give a, a quick youtube channel out a shout out that i found out recently it's tank the tech who is a well, he's either a tank or a tech oh, he's both yeah was he yeah he's that a is unusual. he's an american who is a who's a, a tech like guitar tech bass tech roadie tour manager covers that entire kind of our kind of guy yeah he's he's, comes across as really nice guy does really interesting stuff on the music industry on how to do what he does on behind the scenes on tours and stuff really good tank the tech check him out that's a good shout out Don't forget me. How did it strike you? It struck me like a ton of bricks, Sam. Both in the moment and on that rewatch. Yeah, oh, good. In the moment, as soon as Flea started strumming those big power chords. Yeah. I, it was my first song back with double oh, hand from sticky. The, from the trauma. Yeah, and I was both livid and furious. Livid because I'd had to traverse the entire stadium to find somewhere where I could buy £40 worth of pre-canned cocktail. Furious? But euphoric. Ah, good. Because I was back, dead centre, at the back of the Golden Circle. Exactly. All your worries evaporated. They'd just finished. Well, they'd just finished. John had just sung the song we'd literally just finished speaking about. Oh, that case. Well, well, I just said that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) However, I still stood there with... uh, You still still had the feelings of euphoria. Yeah. But But uh, the other things... The other other things... That died down a bit. Oh, yeah, you've been back for ages. (laughs) 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 Well, I've got a second I've reached out. Don't tell the screen. It's right in time. Okay, Okay, so I'm back. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, long back. You probably polished (laughs) off... I got myself confused with Davis. You you did. (laughs) (laughs) 
Officer's Pack. That's the kind of confusion yeah. that can strike but at any my time. word, this song is in my top five of all time from the Chili's. I think it's... Blue is the colour for this song, isn't it? Yeah. Is it lit up like that? Yeah. Why is that the case? Is it because that's the um, the predominant album cover of the front of... of um, by the way? I don't know. It just works so perfectly. Uh, yes, it does. I think... I, d- I mean, I don't know exactly why, but for me... The predominant colour when they play it live historically has always been that, that. and I think that that is why that's you know, how it's great to see it bathed in blue. Ah, uh, uh, bathed in blue, what a great way to put it! And John's guitar playing, the Swans' delivery, the moody delivery from the Myth. This was yeah. high quality Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's perfection. The only thing that I appreciate. And I suppose this could go for any song, really, but I love it when they perform on a slightly tighter stage. They always come together anyway. And the, the Punmeister General commented on this uh, the day after, how he loved it when the way they come together as a band. Mm. But when they're forced into a, a more compact space, I think historically we've seen it produce some volcanic performances. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. But there's... You can't get into a stadium and, and stand on a... On a sixpence. No. No, you, you can't. can't. But, I, you know, you've asked me why, and then I just went back in time, and I was seeing all those historical performances of Don't Forget Me. On smaller stages. On smaller stages. <laughs> the swan wearing a white vest. Yeah, sure. I know what you're thinking about. That kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, obviously, I w- was trying to be more stationary at this stage. I just heard Dreamgirl and not really moved apart from the movements we've just previously discussed. Yeah. You, you didn't elaborate on anything, did you? No. And when they played Don't Forget Me, I thought, right, this is a real moment where I cannot afford to elaborate. Mm. So I just picked up my drink. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. And just very, very gingerly mm. took a huge gulp. Mm. Held it in the hand. Mm. And then, I, if memory serves, I raised it to the sky. Yes. And and howled like a wolf. Yes, of course you did. Yeah, in a in a show of both joy and happiness. I mean, they're, ju- they're the same thing. I mean, you jest, but I'm not sure if you do jest. Maybe that is what you did. But I think it's it, a show of pure emotion. Is is what this song? I only does. pull out the wolf when when I'm really emotional. Yeah, yeah. Well, few people howl like a wolf from. From deep within their soul, unless they're properly into the moment. Can you do a wolf? I can. I choose not to because of my cough, but ah. I have done it in the past. I've seen you do one. You did one just last week. I, well, you say last week. It was, it was the week before last. Should I try one? If you must. Well, I don't know. I've never tried a wolf. Yeah. It's, like, it's high, isn't it? And well, you did it at... I just did it at there. Is it like, ooh? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you do what you did in the wolf. moment? I can't. The I'm, not there, stadium. I'm not there. I'm not there. Is that I what might you not did? Have done it. Is that? What, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> he raised his glass to the air, and I and went, he went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's, I think that's what I did. I think luckily it was very loud. I think so, that performance um, of "Don't Forget Me" is 
sensational. And I think the long stick in the bush, you said how much you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, and, and as someone who wasn't there, seeing this, this, those four songs that we've watched, can I say that it's inspired you to come next time? Oh, definitely. I, I was gutted I couldn't come this time. He's committed. He's committed. He's committed. He's there. So on that commitment, we're going to move on to the heavy wing, I think. We're, yes. And we're going to wrap it up. I would just honourable mention to Tipper. Okay. Because they played Tipper next, and I've slated Tipper live. Yeah. I haven't. No. Uh, but as always, when you're there, and I've watched it since as well, it, it sounded, when I was there, absolutely brilliant. Just incredible. All the songs they played sounded brilliant. We do love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, don't we? Well, we do. We do. But, you know, rightly and or wrongly, we, we give our honest opinions. But I have to say, I think I may have been wrong about Tipper. Unless they've really upped their game, just for London. <laughs> they just played it well once. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there is that possibility. But <coughs> it sounded brilliant, so all is forgiven. Tipper is a ripper, as a great man once said. There you go, right. Tipper's a ripper and we're off to the heavy wing. Sam, as we come breathlessly, excitedly and ecstatically, I guess, out of a heavy wing, as that finished, that performance finished that we just watched from London 21 July, you simply said to me, the golden goddess. What did you mean by that? <laughs> well, what I meant by that was that it was, I was talking about John, interestingly. John Frusciante? Yes. The main protagonist of the heavy wing. I refer to him as a, as a golden goddess. Mm. And that is a very positive remark. It's staggering. It's the best they've played it as far as I'm concerned. I agree. As I was stood there in the moment, that performance of the heavy wing, I found... Oh, man, it just took me a while. It, it, this was... I thought I've had two of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my life already tonight, okay? And I like the heavy wing a lot. Yeah. As the heavy wing started, because John plays that note twice. To anyone who is that, is that talk to me about why that is. I think it's as a guitarist, sometimes you just want to start the start the right starting point. Mm. Okay, but to anyone who's out there listening, there's no bigger tease. So I first oh man, if he did he that, played it, he played it once, play. and then it took him a little while to go over to Flea. And when he met Flea, he played it again. Yeah, and Flea smiling at him, of course. And then it starts. Everyone goes nuts. From what I could hear on that particular video, but I know that I was extremely happy to hear that. I, 
I pick my drink up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you didn't elaborate. <laughs> no. And, uh, well, I went through my, you know, my, my normal process of non-elaboration at, at that point. Although this is later on, so the chances are that I myself may have been getting sticky. In a drinky kind of way. Well, you've been hugging me, so yeah. yeah. You were definitely sticky by that point. But what a great... What a great thing it is to see the swan being so involved in this song as well. Oh, yeah. The first chorus. Did you see him uh, singing along, uh, coming up to John when he's playing that... F- I think it's John's first high slide up. Yes, and he knows it. He knows and it. And the, the, the arm wow. goes in the air yeah. from the swan. Uh, it... It is. It's great to see that. He, he's, and he's gone on record, hasn't he, recently, as, as saying, you know, praising John, saying John's one of his favourite singers. He's not threatened, nor, nor should he be, to no. let well, it's a someone else thing, take the, the, the vocal limelight. But there are two questions for me on this song. Okay. This song or this performance of this song? This song live. Okay. How is the song going to perform, and to what level is John going to be invested in the performance? Okay. Vocally. Okay. I've seen I've seen it where the swan's not been as as near nearly as good as he was well this. into that. This is great, and that's one of the reasons why I say it's one of the best I've seen. But the the deal clincher, no the clincher, the clincher, the clincher is John. Yeah, of course. Playing it like that and singing it like that to the end, you you get that extra gravel as well going into the last. Oh, I know. Mm. Chemistry. Mm. All gravelly, all beautiful. 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 Wow, you American. <laughs> yes. I just think, live-wise, that's as good as it gets for the heavy wing, and it was just an honour to be there. It really was. And I, and I say that having watched it on YouTube. Being there on the night, just get your magnifying glass out, magnify those feelings. It was unbelievable. Mm. Have you yeah. ever hugged a stranger? Yes. Yeah. Did you hug a stranger after heavy work? It's likely. <laughs> <laughs> you were surrounded by thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the last time I, uh, prior to that, the last time I'd hugged a stranger was when England won the Cricket World Cup. Hmm. Uh, and I hugged a stranger then. Memorably, I remember that. Uh, but yeah, I just, wow. That, Get yourself a ticket next time they come. I mean, everyone who's listened to this is going to get themselves yeah, a ticket. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. but I think the video we watched was John Heavy, obviously, which is fair enough. Yeah, that is the only... That's, well, I say the only problem. There might be others. Those but... central ones from the Garden Circle are great, but the sound isn't as good. Yeah. But you can hear, on the video we watched, Chad's contribution, which is huge for that song, because there's not a lot to it, really. Mm. Uh, once you hit the chorus, it's, it's power chords and it's and it's big singing. Yeah. But you need to work. Flea needs to work really hard. Yeah, and you can Chad see that. Needs to work really hard because it's three. You go back to that thing. There's there's not a lot else going on. A guitar, no. a bass, and some drums. Yeah, fill, uh, filling up that space. Do you see the concentration on Flea's face? He really looked like he was having to focus on 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 you know not getting through it, but making sure that he filled that space yeah I mean, because it takes those, a lot the, of work those it. fills there's there's none of this, there's you talked about your elaboration but flea's elaboration there's there's nowhere to go there's nowhere there's no fast runs here no. to cover to cover up mistakes yeah every note is 
It's placed. It's placed. Yeah. There's no big... John's playing big open chords. Yeah. Okay, there's, this is the song that is based purely on melody, power, and emotion, I think. Yeah. And I thought it sounded amazing. Yeah. It, uh, it's, it's really got me back into it. I hadn't really listened to it um, that often leading up to the performance. But since then, it's it's been on the unlimited love's been right back in the CD player, in the car. I listened to it for a, nigh on a year, of course. Unlimited mm. love, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some belters on there. There, it's a great album, and I will go on record, and I have gone on record as saying that it's better than Dream Canteen, and I now firmly believe that to be solidified as truth. I think that's fair. But yes. The Heavy Wing is a highlight, and that performance of The Heavy Wing is a highlight. It's a highlight for anyone who can watch it on YouTube. It's a memory and life changer for those of us who were there. Agreed. And let's, I think let's close it there. Let's wrap it up with a repeat of the socials. Well, as we come out of that wonderful rendition of their Red Hot by the Red Hot G Peppers, we must say this. Two, three, four. What you drinking got? More than enough for you. Well, over and over and over again now. Over and over until it ends. What you drinking? Sam, what you drinking? Ben, it is my pleasure to Mm. announce Mm. a partnership Mm. with a beer that has accompanied me around the country. Go. It is Tiny Rebels Club Tropica. Lovely, lovely. It's a delightful drop, and it's a tropical IPA, which, as you can imagine, is right up my alley. Stick it in the mouth. I'm going to apply some to the mouth right now. Here we go. It's a mouthfeel that inspires me to greater things. Wow. The overall taste is both euphoric and mesmeric. That's fantastic. It's a glorious beer. It's Tiny Rebels Club Tropica. Thank you. And go and buy a can because this is at 5.5, not particularly sessionable. But certainly for a couple, it's, uh, it's a welcome change. I think we'll say that's your most glowing review ever. Is it? Before, wow. Before we move any further. Well, it forward. is a nice beer. Yeah. I, of course, am drinking all of my podcast overflow. Oh, yes. Just a cool box full of beer that I never got through. And if you have three or four beers left over per podcast for six podcasts... You're going to end up with a, a decent amount of uh, leftover beer. Sweet baby boy, there's going to be a podcast full of them. And here I'm, we are. I'm also... Sucking on this beautiful, beautiful, sugar-free, may I add. Really? Oh, God, that fills me with concern. Mm. I mean, tastes as good, I say, as the sugar-loaded How ones. do you think they, they, they achieve that? Aspartame. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, not, that's a different podcast. That's the Aspartame podcast where we uncover the dangers of aspartame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but on this one, I'm Aspa- happy to... I embrace. Yeah. Asp- embrace it on this one. I embrace on this one. On Aspartame, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, we really expose... Oh, we, oh it's, uh, yes, it's a, <laughs> a damning indictment of the sweetening yes, industry. Someone get me to a hospital. 
Oh, okay. Put your hand over your mouth, you filthy animal. <laughs> okay, we've got to wrap it up. Okay. So, what are we, what are we doing? I'll do the socials? Yes, the socials once again. And thanks once again to everyone who listens. If you want to become an ambassador, the program is really, really going from strength to strength. BenTownsendMusicHotmail.com. BenTownsendMusicHotmail.com if you'd like to become an ambassador. Yes. If you'd like to send us a message on Twitter, at UniversityRHCP. Yes. Sam, you are? I'm at StackTownsend on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's absolutely crucial that I mention the upcoming AGM. No, you can't mention the AGM it's anymore. In, no, it, no, it's in Bern, in Switzerland, in October. That's a lie. Come please, along, please ignore him. I've edited all this nonsense out, so it didn't get confused with the meetup. I will. I can't edit that out. It overlaid with me too much. But what you really want to say is about the t-shirts. I'm sure. Yes, if there's enough interest, if you want a universally speaking Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast t-shirt, the designs are. All over the socials, it's that design that we wore to the meetup. It's bloody brilliant. And if there's enough interest, I will be doing a short run on the t-shirts. So let me know. We'll make it happen. We'll get those t-shirts out there. We'll get some pictures online of people wearing them. It's going to be wonderful. Thanks. On Instagram, we are university speaking RHCP underscore pod. That has been a wonderful reflection on... A wonderful day. Yes, the best, I would say the best day that we've had in in many a year. Well, at least since the last time we saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, last year. Mm. Yeah, the so. last year-ish. Well, you know, we're hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Shall I sing <laughs> the, oh, shall I sing the theme tune to Home and Away? If you must. You know we belong together. You and I forever and ever, no matter where you are, you're my guiding star. And, and from, from the, the very first moment, moment I, I saw you, I never, never felt such emotion. I'm walking out just to know, just to know, you are there, you are there, hold me in your arms, don't let me go, I want to stay forever, closer each day, hold 